Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion, unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And now, the Story Studio Hawk and Cleaver presents The Witching Hour. The Witching Hour is brought to you by The Mysteries to Die For podcast. It starts with a body. Suspects line up. All have motive, but which one killed? Mysteries to Die For is the podcast for mystery lovers. Season 3 contains the first stories of series detectives like Sherlock Holmes, Monsieur Lecoq and Hercule Poirot. Can you find the killer before these masters stage their grand reveals? Subscribe to Mysteries to Die For wherever you get your podcasts and put your skills to the test. That's the Mysteries to Die For podcast. The Ringleader, written by Dan Howarth and performed by Justin Fife. I am your biggest fan, you know. How many times have I heard that line? Usually before some bimbo makes a move on me and we end up in my dressing room. It's not usually a guy. Yeah, thanks, man. The last thing I need right now is a fanboy. Someone cluttering up my thoughts. It's like he doesn't understand what we're about to do. I play a bit myself, you know? Dabble with the guitar and all that. I'm in a band. Uh, We could have gone somewhere, but it didn't quite work out. Oh, here we go. This is how it starts. Some sob story. It's always the way with these people. He's going to ask me to listen to his demo tape in five, four, three. 
That's sad to hear. Sometimes you just need that little bit of luck to break through. Or you can make it for yourself. I look at him. His mask is a square piece of wood decorated with wheat and twigs and leaves, as though he coated it in glue and dropped it on the forest floor. Even behind my featureless mask, I keep my own face blank, something I've gotten used to after ten years of lies and barbs like this. There isn't time for this shit. There's only time for the ritual. I circle the other attendees of the ritual, these pathetic souls. All of them are here at my beck and call, thinking what they're doing is in their benefit. I smile behind my mask, a contrast to the expressions of fear and need I'd likely see behind the others. From my pocket, I pull the small hessian sack. Its weight is deceptive. Just a few spices to get us off to a good start. I throw it into the flames and enjoy the sizzle as the ingredients ignite. I think of the drumsticks click before a song starts, counting in time. Always the sweetest moment of any gig, the anticipation, just like now. I don't need to call for silence, I already have it. Instead, I raise my hand, and the masks around the fire face me on command. I drop my arm, and we begin. We, we gather, gather souls. souls, call to those eternal. Heed our pleas, this time infernal. Grant those worthy with your boundless power, their heart's desire this witching hour. And those whose metal may not suffice, may you claim their lives in sacrifice. Into the darkness of the woods, wet bark and muddy ground. My hiking boots slip on and then sink into the surface as I stumble away from that scene of my creation. Nothing is right, not like the last time. After the first ritual, I felt it immediately. That certainty that nothing could go wrong in my life. I don't feel that now. Maybe I'm like a junkie. The first hit was bliss, but every hit after that doesn't feel the same. You'll never get that same high again. Before I know it, I'm lost. It's easily done in the darkness. Every tree is the same as the next one and the one before it. Even out here in the woods, I've known all my life. Everything here is sharp and unwelcoming. The sight of the bent trees, the angle of the shadows. Memories stir and swell for my attention, battering like the tide against the cliffs of my consciousness. All those voices calling and screaming. But its voice calls loudest of all, singing soprano in the choir of the damned, singing my name. Stieg. 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 It's a cliché to talk about musicians and the devil, but all clichés start somewhere. They were original thoughts to begin with. Stephen King had it half right. You know the quote. The one about talent being cheaper than table salt. He reckons the only thing separating talented people from successful ones is hard work. Most of the time, that's true, unless you're in the music business. In the music business, different rules apply. You can be talented, you can work hard, you can drive thousands of miles through countless nights to tour and get your music out there. Sometimes, all you need is that edge. A little bit of luck. Hence, 
the ritual. There's no doubt in my mind that the faceless would have been big in the end. One way or another, we'd have got the gold discs and the festival headline slots. Eventually. Eventually isn't quick enough, though, is it? Not for me. If you're going to get where you're going, best do it as quickly as possible and enjoy it while you're there. Sure, people say they enjoy a long, scenic coach trip to a destination, but they're only the people who can't afford to fly. The ritual was my rocket ride to stardom. The band might have had their suspicions, but they've kept quiet. When you've got more money than you've ever dreamt of, keeping your trap shut about how it gets into your account is easier than you think. What I did, I did for me. But they are reaping the rewards all the same. Before I joined them, they were nothing. Just like the previous bunch of jokers I played with. I get my hands dirty so we can all live the dream. If this is the price of fame, then so be it. It's here. I don't need to see it to know. We're linked to me and it, bound by a shared presence. At first, it never registered. Straight after the ritual, nothing changed. Nothing except luck. Everything I touched turned into a hit. Every riff led to a hook. Every lyric profound enough to be tattooed on a thousand fans' arms. Ten years on from that night, that's all I hear. Every time I pick up my guitar, every time I approach the microphone to sing, that voice, softly at first, but now a crescendo, hitting an insufferable high note that rattles around my mind, calls to me. A dog whistle only I can hear. It lingers at the sides of my vision, just out of focus, never in my direct eyeline, on the fringes of my sanity. Sometimes in your life, you have to reach out and take something that's meant to be yours. There's no greater feelings than being in charge of your own destiny. After the first ritual, the papers called us an overnight success. Demeaning, really. They never appreciated the years of work it took behind the scenes to get to where we are. But none of that mattered, really. Their praise was just noise. What mattered were the songs, at first anyways. Those hours spent alone, a joint, a pen, and a guitar, that's all it took. The thing is, when each new buzz dies off, you have to replace it with something new, something bigger. Gigs did the job when the songwriting buzz died. Then studio time took over from that, but after a while, there's no substitute for success. No drink or drug can fill that gap inside you. The ritual wasn't just me making my own luck, it was me calling it up from the depths and bringing it, willing it, into the world. For my luck to thrive, someone else's had to run out. It's a shame about the girl, I, I thought her death would bother me more. Turns out that having a sellout crowd at Wembley Stadium singing along to every song can drown out those memories. Turns out a house in California and another in Tuscany can really help you get away from it all. Mud keeps trying to drag me down. The first ritual caught me unprepared. I stumbled from the woods, sodden and bleeding in jeans, a t-shirt and a pair of Converse. Not tonight, 
Not again. Immersed in the shadows of the woods, I pause at the sound. A scraping, dragging sound. Something scratching against the bark of the trees. I whip around. Skeletal leaves rattle in the breeze. I go to call out, stop myself. Take a few breaths to drown out the drumming of my heart. Stieg. 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 That voice. I have to get away from that voice. Stieg. 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 It started on the internet. It always does. The rumors leaked out. Some little worm has a thought or a theory and goes out into the world, slithering its way into people's eyes and minds. Whether they believe it or not, they remember it. Just like that first rumor stuck in my head, and it all spiraled from there. A Reddit user, cat or something. Everything about the faceless is just off, you know? That Stieg? There's something about him. Unnatural. Round here? We know about what he did. Look in his eyes in the video for the Duke, and you'll see it too. See what's written there. It's not like this is the first crazy thing written on Reddit and she got flame for it at the start. But a few months went by, then a few years. It all added up, started bugging me. I checked the thread every now and then, but as it gained more traction, it became an obsession. Checking weekly, daily, hourly, the rumors gathered pace. They were never specifics, no details, no witnesses. Everyone from the ritual that survived kept their mouth shut, at least in relation to me. They analyzed the videos and pictures, all of my interviews, lyrics, the works. They never got close to the truth of what happened, but their research did something else. It scared me. They were right. The look in my eyes on that video, it wasn't me. There was someone else with me that day. Something. I took the growing traction on the internet as proof of something else. The ritual had been running out of juice. For so long, it kept me protected, looked after my interests. I can only pray that tonight's reprise can do the same. In the early days after the first ritual, anything was possible. That bus crash that killed Adrian Rocket, the first singer for The Faceless, had to be down to that. The ritual gave me the jolt to get out of machine hands and find a band more suited to my talents. Every hit, every tour, every headlining slot is down to the first ritual. Now this second one needs to take me back there. There's someone behind me. Something? It's hard to tell in the darkness. Stieg. 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 The woods are alive and shouting and screaming. All my wretched participants off in their own journeys. Everyone trying to escape with their lives. I break into a run. Sweat greasing my hair and clothes. Everything slick in this infernal place. Mossy and muddy. My weight shifts and my joints complain. I'm not as young as I used to be. Everything aches. Thudding footsteps behind me. A silhouette darts between the trees, black on blacker. No discernible shape, but I know those movements from my dreams. The stalking, hideous movements, so familiar, so wrong. The movement stops suddenly, disappears. 
I squint into the blackness, my eyes adjusting. There's no one there. Nothing at all. I turn back, disoriented, my bearings fucked and my mind leaving the building. Stieg. 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 I turn back. A figure blunders out of the darkness, a light shining from it, piercing my vision. Its face is all angles and lines, its hands reaching for me, and I bat them away. Surprised I can physically touch this being, the light emanating from it blinds me in the detail of its form. Steak. That voice, so familiar. This is how they get you, trick you into believing that they're human, that they're friendly. I will not go down like this. I will not let this demon take me. Not after the second ritual. Another chance at everything I want. I charge the figure, feeling my way, guessing where the impact will be. I connect and we both tumble back. We both scramble in the mud. Voices in my head spur me on. My worst nightmares replay in my head as I struggle in the darkness. A light shines close to my eyes and I lash out. It drops to the floor, away from my face. Stieg. 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 On my hands and knees in the mud, as it makes bizarre sucking sounds every time I move. The figure is crawling towards me. I launch myself through the filth, push it backwards, crawling over its bony limbs. The blackness. All I can do is feel my way. Stieg. 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 Drag my way over heaving chest. My hands scrape bony shoulder blades of this thing face down. Both my hands on the back of its head, forcing its face into the mud. It struggles, thrashing limbs, grunting, but my knees weigh its shoulders down. Stieg. 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 The mud echoes this thing's final breaths, bubbling like it's coming to boil finally before petering out into nothing at all. I roll off it like a spent lover, panting and finished. Sweat cools on my brow and down my back. I shiver, thoughts clarifying in the immediate chill. The body I sit by isn't demonic or possessed. My heart hammers in my throat. The voices are gone now, and I'm alone. I heave the body onto its back, the mud reluctant to give up its kill. My kill. That wicker mask, drenched in filth. My biggest fan. My heart hammers in my throat and my ears, my chest tight as I remove the mask. A sodden, familiar face. Blank, staring eyes. I pull my sleeve over my hand and wipe away as much mud as I can. My jaw clamped tight. That face. Realization steals the breath from my lungs. It's Alex. Oh, fuck me. No, no, no. His face is visible in the light from the discarded phone. Alex, my first songwriting partner. We built machine hands together until I bailed, until I left him with nothing and made the career I have today. For years, I struggled to know if I'd done the right thing. All those times he reached out to me. All those times he got nothing but silence. A best friend, a brother, crushed into dust by the wheels of my dream. He's gone. I did this. I scramble into the mud for what I now realize is Alex's phone, its torch shining upwards at nothing. The screen lights up at my touch, the dimly lit image of the dead body on the screen, 
a view count in the top corner, in the hundreds. Comments flood the screen, some laughing, thinking it's a joke, others concerned. It takes a second for my brain to kick in. A live stream. A fucking live stream. The title flashes at the top of the screen. Machine hands. Big reunion. Stieg Carlson's original band. Panic rushes up through me and I bite back the taste of bile. I fumble at the screen, killing the stream. The light goes off on the phone. I turn it off and put it in my pocket. Force myself to my feet. I splatter through the darkness as I run with no direction. In the darkness, there is only one voice in my head now. There are no demons. Only memories. Only Alex's voice. The Witching Hour is a production of the story studio Hawk and Cleaver, directed by Andy Conduit-Turner. Tonight's episode, The Ringleader, was written by Dan Howarth and performed by Justin Fife. Music, sound effects and editing are all from Duncan Muggleton, with additional sound effects coming from freesound.org. Our entire series is produced under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Which, as we all know by now, means don't sell it, don't edit it, don't attach balloons to it as an inexpensive means of international travel, but you can share it as much as you'd like. Until next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.